0: The Blue Shirt Podcast.
1: Aw shit, here we go again.
0: Okay, so for those of you that actually pay attention, yes, we did just reuse the theme song from last week because we're fucking hacks
2: and... We do what we want. That's just how we roll. <laughs> you know, fuck y'all.
1: We, we do, do what we want.
2: We want. We I do it, it. I won't. Whatever, whatever. Cash me outside. How about that?
1: No, <laughs> oh, goddamn
0: yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh, don't act like you don't listen to her fucking CD, her music.
1: I don't have to act like I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> uh, you every- don't play it every day, Doug. I
0: I might to keep like rats out of my house or something. You no, know, she just she looks like she she'd be sticky and smell funny.
2: Funny how? <laughs> funny uh, how? Am Is I a clown? <laughs> do I amuse you?
1: I amuse you? Huh? Huh?
2: No, she just looks like a hundred and twenty-one different flavors are difficult to me. So. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean that that pretty much <clears throat> looks like a walking dumpster fire.
0: So we were talking before we started recording. We were talking about. Um,
1: how much we just get together and make out all the time? That too. That
0: yeah. Too. Um, <laughs> Doug is an incredible kisser. Don't don't fucking let him fool you. So um, we lots were, we were of tongue, tugging, lots of tongue, but but not too much tongue. Not too much tongue. Right? I don't want to feel like you're a giant cat trying to bathe my face. You know what I mean?
1: So. <laughs> But um, he doesn't have the sandpaper tongue like cats have either. That, so that's that important to
0: suck, dude. Yeah. Trying to make out with a chick and she's got a sandpaper tongue. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it could have its pros, but it would have its cons but too. You could
1: never, yeah. ever get a blowjob from her.
2: Yeah. No. That's what I was about to say.
0: No blowjob. Be, like, be like jerking off with wet sandpaper.
2: <laughs> yeah, like that wouldn't last long.
0: 400 grit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah so we were talking about uh, a chick i met on a on a dating app i've had like really shit luck but you said that doug about that looks like you know a hundred different ways of difficult and the fact is maybe it's my age maybe i'm just an asshole but sometimes you can look through somebody's pictures and just be like huh, no and it's not that they're not physically attractive or anything. You can just kind of see. I, I feel like I can see crazy and drama. I just, there are certain people that when I see them, crazy and drama just pop out.
2: You see dead people. <laughs>
0: that would be fucked up. Like, <laughs> hey, baby, you want to go out sometime?
2: I'm dead. Ah! yeah that would be weird um, yeah. well you know maybe it's all the bodies piled in the background <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right
0: <laughs> uh, sweetheart Um, you're really attractive and I, I like your I like your wit but are those dead bodies behind you that may not be the best picture to use for like your first profile pic you know
1: hey hey lay it all out there you know <laughs> right
0: just let them know right off the bat what they're getting into I'm a serial killer I love long walks on the beach I love Jesus and my dog, Fluffy.
2: And my favorite knives to stab with are <laughs> Kershaw, because I like the way the blade curves.
1: <laughs> I really like Cutco to murder my uh, victims. <laughs> Cutco. Cutco. You can go up to someone's house with Cutco knives, and it's not weird because you're trying to sell them these knives.
0: <laughs> Four out of five serial killers preferred Cutco.
2: Cutco. Stab stab, t- stab 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 yeah that's that's their
1: tagline other uh, brands can we make sure we're never sponsored by
0: i don't think us ever being sponsored by anybody is ever going to be a concern that we're going to have sir
1: i, I just think don't. i think it's coming i think 2023 is our year <sighs>
0: Ew,
2: I don't know. When well, you- I mean, it's like Dan and I were having a conversation earlier, and then he was talking about getting raped over his uh, automotive repair. Yes. Yes. And uh, then I suggested something that was along the lines of more sexual activity, and yes. he said he couldn't take any more dicks. No. Dicks were like jello. He you know, did. there's always room for jello. There is. But, you know, Jell-O sponsored Bill Cosby.
1: So there you go. That's a good point. Yeah, Jell-O, what are you doing? That is a good
2: point. Fuck you, Jell-O.
1: Jell-O, we're on to you, Jell-O. Mm-hmm. We're fucking on to you.
2: hmm
1: Yep. Now Did
2: you eat your special Jell-O? Mom, this Jell-O's
0: salty.
1: This Jell-O <laughs> makes me sleepy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The hell did you put in this pudding pop? <sighs> We're gonna get
1: sued for something eventually. It's fine, dude. We have so much money. We can fight it. You know, somebody no. will have to listen to it who gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have listeners. We're gonna get sued.
2: By who?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's by whom, but whatever.
1: My mom <laughs> might tell somebody that we said something. I doubt that. Probably not. But she could. She and as could. far as
0: money goes, as Doug said earlier, neither one of us can afford to date because I have a jeep and he has a dog. Between those two things, we're both incredibly
1: broke these days. And I have a flashlight, so I don't need a date.
0: No, it's there is some truth to that. Did you get like a? Uh, did you get a particular porn star or just the general one?
1: Pretty rocking. I got the default. I'm running the default config.
0: The default config. That's the one I got. So yeah. there were, you know. Know, there was a few that I thought of. but uh, Who
1: gives a fuck? Yeah, you know. Am I, are maybe. you going to feel the difference between Lisa <laughs> Ann and fucking Remy LaCroix? Like, I don't think so.
0: I was kind of in the mood for a little Brandy Love. I mean,
1: yeah. I'm just saying. As far as MILFs go, she's pretty hot. As far, you mean, especially MILFs? You mean as far but as yeah, MILFs?
0: you're probably, yeah, you're right. It's The thing is, though, is that as I, as I get older, see, here's the problem. I'm still into milfs, but the problem is is that as you get older, they start moving into like gilf territory,
1: you know? All right, and I'm waiting for the downside.
0: There, I didn't say there was necessarily, you know, their Oedipus Rex, but
1: uh yeah. I don't think Oedipus wanted his grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I think he
0: would have he I probably he would have. have.
1: Yeah, he would have if he had the chance. If you're listening,
0: go to our YouTube channel and tell us if you think Oedipus would have plowed his grandma.
1: That's.
0: <laughs> we need a little. We need a little interaction here. We need to know, on a scale of one to ten, do you think Oedipus would have plowed his grandma? I'm gonna go with a ten, maybe even eleven. I've been think... all over that. You've no. been all over it. But in those days, grandmas were only like 38 years old too. I mean, you know, you a yeah, mom at, at 15 or some shit, so. Just saying.
1: I do, is that? What the fuck were we even talking about, bro? Is Edith no a Shakespeare? I can't remember. I don't believe so. I think it was uh, older than that.
0: That's weird, I don't know. I think there's a jet flying over my apartment right now. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> they've, been, they've been doing that all day, low must be the Air Force base out of Colorado Springs because they're uh, they're super low and super fast.
1: Uh it was Greek mythology, so it was just ancient shit that no one knows who. Oedipus
0: was? Okay.
1: I can't remember. What
0: so. well, about Othello? Othello was Shakespeare, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I think that I think that was Shakespeare. Let me see. Yeah, I read all, all I, that shit in high school. but Yeah, Shakespeare. I was a nerd in high school. I didn't even read anything, but I was like, fuck this. What am I going <laughs> to need to know? <laughs> Which ankle, fucking Achilles' mom held him by when she dumped him in the mattress.
0: yeah, but see, okay, but see, nerd, you know, right, you know a little bit. <laughs> but, well,
1: I yeah, I guess. What Did am I going to recall that? What am I going to need to be like? Oh, it was the left leg.
2: I, I mean, I think you're missing on Oedipus because you know that was back during the Greek days. So you're talking the time of Plato. So it predates Shakespeare a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's what we were saying. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't remember. That's why yeah, I asked.
1: It's mythology. So it was yeah. like just some ancient dude. Who nah, just knows anymore.
0: So just saying, MILFs and the MILF category has been around for a long time.
2: Yeah, that's you know, true. They had like that's stone true.
0: tablets with MILFs on them or something. I don't even know. So Probably. I had, uh, you, you mentioned that about not reading anything in high school. And this was last year, I think. I was talking to a chick like on Tinder or something like that. And this chick just called me the fuck out. We started talking about reading and literature and stuff. And she's like, you know, some books I've read and most of the books I've read, were all like Dungeons and Dragons forgotten realms shit. And I could just batter sci-fi like Orson Scott card. And, uh, you know, I just, I destroy those books, man. But as far as like any literature, I was just like, Oh fuck. I don't know. And I'm pulling out like some, uh, uh, crime and punishment uh
1: so all you have is like the high school that's a, dude, that is
0: exactly what the fuck she asked me she's like <laughs> damn dude have you read a book since 12th grade i was like "Ow!" so suffice to say we never went out
1: so, Jeez. jesus christ girl that's so funny i would have loved that
0: it was funny i didn't even get mad about it because she wasn't wrong i mean no i i I've read a lot of the classic stuff, but yeah, it was high school, and well, maybe as I got was, older, uh,
2: fuck male librarians. You never
0: I know. I mean, you know, that, that's the thing about those dating apps and shit. Though, is that people get so fucking granular, and and that's what I've stopped doing. Basically, I'm like, she's cute, doesn't look like an idiot, didn't vote for Trump. All right, let's roll. And because the thing is, if you meet somebody out somewhere. It, it's not like you can hold your phone up to them and it gives you this fucking bio, right? You actually we have in to, China. to know yeah, one we, another. Yeah. We're not, not there not yet. yet. Not <laughs> yet. You know, yeah. um, but all the chips that they put in us with the, um, with the vaccines, I think that's one of the things they do.
1: Oh um, uh, yes. I forgot about the microchip. Yeah. But... Yeah.
0: Well, that's part of what it does. It makes you forget that, that you've got it. So, ah,
1: yeah, it
0: makes it's a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. And I got, I got three of them. So I got the whole, I got the whole set. So
1: I was told at work today to write a bio about myself, and mm. so I wrote this bio and I sent it to my boss, and he told me I had to rewrite it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, for the record, i I got to see this bio. I read this bio, and i I would have told you to rewrite it as well. <laughs> so
1: I asked, I was like, "Who is the target audience for this? For this bio? Like, I need to make sure I'm writing it correctly." And he said, it's a general bio for everyone and could be shown to anyone up to and including the CEO of the company. And I was like, oh, so I can't put like, I'm fucking cracked at CSGO in my bio. And he said, no.
0: 1v1 me at the dome, bro. I,
1: I had so much shit in there.
2: Yeah, did you start off with, I was born a poor black sharecropper?
1: I, yeah, <laughs> no, that's, I did not. that's
0: exactly how I would have started it. So it yeah.
1: starts off normal and just gets more stupid as it goes on. It does,
0: until it ends, yeah. And then he says something about 1v1 uh, some at, at DE Dust or something. Yeah, DE DE underscore Dust. Dust.
1: It's the, one of the uh, old maps for CSGO that everyone still plays on.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was, it was pretty ignorant, as you would I
1: loved it, dude. As
0: you would imagine from Adam, it was pretty I ignorant. I don't know what
1: he expected me to write when he told me to write a bio. But. Yeah,
0: see, I would have fully
2: expected bullshit. So, <laughs> and then I would have just taken it and rewrote it and, and put it up, you know. Um, you could just claim weird shit, like you invented the circle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, the ellipsis was good, but I thought, how could I improve on this? Boom, circle. Headshot, so boom. What if
2: we started a line and kept it equidistant from a single point and then met back up with the same spot? <laughs>
0: this is just shit that goes through my head sometimes, man. They and never was saw it
1: like, coming. They never saw it coming. <laughs> no one ever saw the circle coming. I
0: revolutionized shit. I hate writing bios. I hate writing bios for resumes, for dating apps, for school, for work.
1: I hate writing bios. I hate writing about myself. I love writing bios, dude. Uh, I love it. I make it as stupid as I can.
0: (laughs) Well, That's why you love it. I'm talking more along the lines of, you know, it's going to be read by somebody. Like it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. My name is Dan. The end.
2: I always dreamt of a career in the sanitational arts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: I don't know. I just don't know where to go with that stuff. You know, Um, it's I won't say it's narcissistic, but it just seems a little. I don't know. That's what I said about like with resumes. I've always been bad about resumes. I guess it's an indicator that I do have low self-esteem that. I can't say something nice about myself in print, you know? Um, but it just feels so un um,
1: unnatural to, to sit and be like, I am the bestest at yeah, everything. Yeah, I'm like, Adam started his career. I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. How <laughs> do people write entire autobiographies?
0: I, You know, I, again, you have to be a little bit full of yourself and you have to have a relatively interesting life. And I don't know that my life is that interesting.
1: Yeah, me you neither.
0: Know? You don't think my life's interesting?
1: No, no, oh. I don't. That's probably no. why you have so much uh, problem, so much of a problem with writing a.
0: Because you know. don't think that I have an interesting life.
1: Right, yeah.
0: you like, Adam does not find me interesting.
1: <laughs> <I'd be laughs> Here's, his <laughs> Here's his resume
0: instead. Here's his resume instead. You should hire him.
2: It could be like I was born, and then I went to a school, and then I went to another school. <laughs> That's true. And, and then I then I followed that up with another school, and <laughs> I, I I graduated.
0: I did some smart shit. I did some dumb shit. The end. And well, now he has
1: no thumbs. The end. And now, and now he has no thumbs the end good night end. who good has
2: night. two thumbs and hates bios this guy, <laughs> this guy does. <laughs> what is that? Also, is that family I, guy
0: yeah it was it, was yeah a story german yeah german bedtime stories
1: i also have to submit a photo of myself and i'm trying to find the dumbest one that i have
0: i've seen most of your photos and i'd say they're pretty equal
1: yeah but i have a good one where i'm holding the uh <laughs> gun. the gun that i made out of energy drink cans i think i'm going to submit that one and see what
0: <laughs> And again i'm going to just go ahead and say you will probably get turned down on that but it, again i understand that
1: the turn you, down is the, is the i that's know reward. that's what i I'm know going for. yeah
0: i know it is your your psychological profile is incredibly fascinating to me it really is why <laughs> because you 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 tend to thrive off of negative energy, of negative attention, right? and I, i'm I'm the exact opposite that i I kind of sh- shy away from from confrontation and negative attention like that. And you just you go digging for it. I mean, you Come go up. out of your way to troll people and get and piss people off and get them wound up. And I, I have sat back and watched it many, many times and appreciate it. It entertains the fuck out of me, which probably says something about me. Um, Like it doesn't bother me. And I know when you're doing it to me um, and I usually just play into it, which is the best part. And you've actually got me doing it a little bit. I do troll people more now than I ever have. And several of them have said, and I shit you not, you've been fucking hanging out with Adam too much. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's probably true. There's probably some truth
1: to that. Um, So the trick is to do it enough that you're desensitized to people being mad at you. (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah. And then you can just laugh at how mad they are.
0: Well, you know, I said earlier, my, my, um, tactics towards like online dating dating in general i've never been i've never been good at like initiating conversations or i've always been really super shy and over the last month or so it's been the exact opposite and uh i think it's it's funny because i my psychiatrist and i email each other probably about once a week she just kind of checks up on me sees you know what, what's going on and she had hit me up today and um was asking me about side she had asked me about side effects last week and. I said, you know that weird yawning thing that happens if if you've ever been on antidepressants. Sometimes they create this weird brain stretching yawn. It's really bizarre. And now that I'm talking about it, I'm going to do it. I hate um, you. No, I'm yawning. And then uh, I have had some weight gain. And she's like, "Well, you know, if the weight gain's a concern, we can try something else." And I'm like, "No." My exact words were, "I just need to get my fat ass back on the treadmill and stop eating a bunch of bullshit because I have. I've my diet's gone. You know? Huh."
1: Do you think uh, like the lack of issues is making you eat more? So that's
0: what she had mentioned, that 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 is one of the theories that people that when you're anxious and depressed, you don't eat as much. There could be some truth to that, but I've also read that it metabolically changes, you know, when you're changing your dopamine and all that. It's just the way your body kind of slows down, I guess. Uh, I gained weight. I've gained weight on every antidepressant I've been on. But again, I'm a fat fucking slug too. I don't do anything, um, and then I've been eating like complete dog shit. But uh, you should walk with me today. I might. You have I, a uh,
2: high fecal diet, apparently. High, yeah, I yeah, know. But I'm mean, just eating—I mean, feces left and right, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as, I was,
0: as I was saying it, I—I I caught that actually. Like, ah, oh, that's for you know, on the surface, that sounds kind of nasty. Um, But I told her that I, I not only feel like myself, but I feel like slightly enhanced, just a little bit improved because I don't get as emotional and, but it's not, you know, Adam and I talked one time about that weird numbness that you can get when you're on antidepressants. I hate Um, it. Yeah. And that happened to me on Paxil and it was, what I have read since then is that it means the dosing is off and I'm on a really weird dose of Effexor. Um, I take a, an extended release and an instant release because the instant release come in 25 milligram. You can break into 12 and a half, and I'm at 137 and a half and a 25, so like 62 or some shit like that. And uh, which is unusual. What, what was cool about my psychiatrist is that she did not put me on any kind of um, dedicated, designated dose. She said. Here are the 25s. I've given you plenty of them. Just keep titrating up or increasing your dose until you, you find that balance between um, feeling better and, and not having horrible side effects, you know, because like a lot of drugs, they can have bad side effects. And I've kind of dialed it in. And I know people that are like, I'd never go on antidepressants. I've been on them and they were terrible. And I always ask them, did you go to a psychiatrist or a GP? And 99% of the time they tell me a GP. And I have gone to GPs. Dude, they don't know what the fuck they're doing with those meds. They just don't. Most of them don't understand anything about mental health to begin with. Um, Going to a GP is a terrible idea. Find you a psychiatrist. If you're in Colorado, I know a great one. (laughs) I can give you a, a... I don't know if she gives references or like, you know, like here's a free bottle of something if you refer 50 customers or something. I don't know.
1: A free bo- a free bottle.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here's a free bottle of Xanax, Dan. No. I knew a guy
1: who would do that, but it wasn't a psychiatrist. But It wasn't a, right, it was a,
0: a medical professional. <laughs> no, yeah. my all of my drugs are very carefully regulated. She does a fantastic job. Um, I haven't had to take Xanax in months um, once I got dialed in. But uh, yeah, it's kind of nice to be able to think before I react to things. Um, and I, I kind of think that's why there's been a few things I've noticed I've, I've handled differently um, since this stuff got dialed in. And uh, I guess this is how, quote unquote, normal people are, you know, like. What's they, a normal
1: person? <laughs> I
0: don't think that there's anything, you know, I've gotten real fond of using the term neurotypical um and neurodivergent and it sounds like you're trying to be bougie but um
2: yeah, a, i mean it's not it's not describing what you're eating as shit or anything
0: no exactly i'm way more eloquent than that um it, it kind of reminds me of it, have you guys ever seen the george carlin skit about ptsd
1: now you got a twin prop plane flying yeah, over dude. Do, I don't do know. you
2: have an open window or something? Yeah, I got that's them, what I'm several about.
1: of them.
0: Yeah, I got several that, of them. It's fucking hot in
2: here. Time,
1: <laughs> yeah. so, you
2: know, they make this thing called a fucking air conditioner. Stands
1: outside. That <laughs> Apparently so. Live from conditioning.
2: Centennial Airport. <laughs> <laughs> this right. is a bullshit
1: podcast. Well, he couldn't find time. He's working his regular job, and then he night owls doing the... Uh... I'm actually directing
0: I'm directing yeah. planes right now. I'm on the runway with those cool little pylon things. Yeah,
1: the cones. That's what yeah. I was trying to get. I'm
0: like, taxi this way, motherfucker. You got this.
2: So. Yeah, but planes keep crashing because it keeps pointing at his dick with one. <laughs> hey,
0: Cessna, check this out.
2: <laughs>
0: Look at my wiener. Ah, uh, yes. And there it is. It took us uh, 24 whole minutes to start to devolve.
1: Hey, hey uh, listeners. Yeah, Dan's normal now.
0: Yeah, I'm normal yeah. now. Neurotypical. Straight neurotypical. Yeah. I was but like, hey,
2: right. devolve? No, we started all fucked
1: up. We're still fucked up. This don't is be fucked
0: So, have you ever seen the George Carlin skit on PTSD? Yes. Where it starts, He talks about how it used to be shell shock. And, yeah. uh, you know, then it, 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 it he says, and then, it, you know, he goes through like several iterations and then he gets to post traumatic stress disorder. Um, and, and while I do appreciate what he's saying, um, I also, I also kind of agree with as things move forward, you rename them and, uh, you know, uh, instead of saying normal and crazy, you know, neurotypical and neurodivergent, um, anybody with autism and ADD and all that
2: you, you would I don't you know what's funny though nobody's say, ever said though bitch be neurodivergent
0: <laughs> bitch you so neurodivergent shut up <laughs> yeah that is true it doesn't have the same doesn't have the same zing does it
2: no <laughs> no it doesn't roll right off the tongue <laughs> Yo, that bitch shit you was, be neurodivergent Yo, that shit was instead, saying, just, instead of saying bitch you tripping, or
0: bitch you tripping," bitch you know, so, I had crazy
1: a, I had a buddy and uh you're so like now um in modern days you can't say <laughs> in the, modern days <laughs> you can't say the r word anymore retarded so he just started calling everything handicapped oh my god <sighs> Which, uh, I guess, um, isn't banned yet, but uh, it it, it made no no sense. Like, Dude, I mean, you're
0: I'm so handicapped.
1: You'd be like, Man, are... that's handicapped. I'm like, What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> that's terrible. I shouldn't laugh at that. But <laughs>
2: the, the
1: only thing about it to me is,
2: is, it seems like, um, you know, there's been various words used over the course of the time to describe any one particular group. And it seems like, you know, it, it just from the outside, you know, I'm sitting here on top of my white privilege here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, grain of salt, all of that. But it seems like whatever group, and uh, you know, uh, whatever name that there is that they're <laughs> referred to, you know, uh, will get used in a fashion that you know by some people that uh it means to be insulting and then there's some um, we don't like that word and then we get a new word and it just every seems 10 like, years the word changes yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's just like fuck i mean where does this thing stop do i have to get another fucking dictionary bullshit thing every
0: vocabulary <laughs> well and it, it comes down to being you know politically politically correct and getting canceled and all of this stuff um, i'm i'm kind of you know it, it's kind of gotten ridiculous and it beca- what what's funny to me about it is that it's actually it's akin to censorship and your your bullying and um I I don't know. It's it's just it seems like counterintuitive. Listen, if you don't like the way somebody talks, or you don't like the way a group talks, or whatever, walk away. You know, I mean, trying to control the way that everyone else does stuff isn't sustainable. It's not feasible. You can't do it.
1: Here's Um, my thing. If if you make someone uh, say a different word. It doesn't keep them from being a bigoted piece of shit.
0: No, no,
1: they're just a bigoted piece of shit using a different word now.
2: And you know, honestly, it's you're you're not going to be able to protect anyone's feelings externally. You know, it's that that's an internal struggle, Uh, and 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 it's just like. There are various things out there. Uh this one's common amongst people with Asperger's and several or or wherever on the spectrum that falls now, where it's like there's people that cannot stand whistling. Well whistling mm-hmm. has been a thing, is a thing, will continue to be a thing.
1: We're canceling whistling.
2: But but it <laughs> but it irritates a certain subset of people. Are we gonna fucking ban whistling? I mean right. that's kinda You know, and I'm not the guy that's like, you know, not upset that I can't or, or, you know, upset that I can't use a buttload of terms, uh, you know, because I feel like I should just have the right to insult whoever I want. No, it's not like it's 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 not like that. Um, It's just, uh, you know, where where are we going to land? Because new word every 10 years. I mean, yes, language changes, vocabulary changes, but are we ever going to land on a stopping point?
0: I guess that's kind of my point too, right? Is that I think both of you make very poignant arguments is, you know, one, they're still a bigoted piece of shit. They're just using eloquent words. And two, at what point does it stop until both of us just, there was a, uh, Oh, it was like a college humor or something like that. And this, these two people are on a date, but they're being ultra, you know, uh, um, we'll just say ultra woke. How's that? Yeah, there you go. Ultra woke. Perfect. And they're sitting there basically going at each other about, you know, did you just assume, you know, whatever. And it's fucking hilarious because, you know, by the end of it, it's just, it's gotten ridiculous. And, uh, that's what I've always liked about humor is that humor, good humor pushes that boundary of being offensive. Like you said, if you're being offensive just for the, for the joke or just to be offensive, then that's not funny to me. Mm-hmm. But if you are pushing that boundary, that's going to make me laugh. And I like dark humor though. I, I, I like shit that, you know, okay. So I'm going to tell you guys one of my favorite jokes back in the day. And literally, as I would start this joke, my ex-wife would go, no, no. And she was serious. Like, she hated this fucking joke. Um, (laughs) Mostly because I'd start laughing before I'd even say it, because I knew how she'd react. But it was, what's black and blue and hates sex? The 12-year-old boy in my trunk.
1: That's not funny, Dan. That's not funny. But it kind of is. But it kind of is funny. <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, it's still in that same vein of you know, what do you tell a woman with two black eyes? Nothing. You to <laughs> already told her twice. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Again,
0: listen. I want to go on record as saying, I do not condone or think that pedophilia, rape, abuse, anything like that is funny. I don't condone it. I don't That's appreciate like it. A joke but God damn it. I have a weird fucking sense of humor
1: (laughs) and the the darker, the better actually happened. And you laughed at it. That's a different thing. Right.
0: (laughs) If I heard, if I heard that, you know, they found some poor kid in a trunk and he'd been beaten and raped and shit, I would be fucking mortified. I'd be like string the, the dude that did it up by his fucking testicles.
2: Well it's, let's you know. back to the train up, you know, you would be shocked and mortified <laughs> if somebody it, it, let, let's say somebody gave you a you know drug where they were able to remote control you and you actually did all of those things, now you can be horrified. Right. <laughs> if if somebody else I mean, because obviously it was a thing before it was a joke, right?
0: oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Because that can I mean it 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 has happened as sad as it is, it'll continue to happen, you know, cause there's always at least one sick fuck out there. But yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The, you know, humor is all about the hard tack that you do not see coming unless you're, uh, doing an atom thing, you know, that's oh the my God. To I told to someone that.
1: today that, uh, I was the elevator operator for the building. Uh,
2: See, this is what I'm talking about. There's no
1: heart attack
2: here. It's just weird. It's literally
1: like, yep, I saw that coming 87 miles away. I was like, yeah, I'm the elevator operator for the building because I got in the elevator with this man, and, and then I hit the button. I was like, what floor are you going to? And I hit his button, and I was like, yeah, I'm the elevator uh, technician for the building. Uh, it has its ups and downs.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: I was so proud. That joke so is old, as old
0: as elevators.
1: Bro, bro, it wasn't funny because of the joke. It was funny because of how disappointed he was. <laughs> well, like really...
0: you're used to father figures being disappointed in you. So Mine
1: wasn't disappointed. You got to be there to be disappointed.
0: <laughs> God damn it, Adam.
1: <laughs> Maybe he was. I don't know. He might have been disappointed in something <laughs> else, but it wasn't me.
0: Well, I mean, at least you're pretty sure you know who your dad is. That's a plus. I think so. I, You know, I mean, just saying. Could have been the mailman. I don't know.
1: Um, don't, Do you look yeah. like your mom? I don't know. I look a lot like my mom and luckily nothing like my dad. Yeah. So see, technically, you may not know who your dad is. Just I saying, thought uh, Doug was my dad. We are your gay dads.
0: We are your uh, gay married uh, yeah. dads. There's a That's difference right. there.
1: Right.
2: I, I would... I would happily take Adam.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. That's totally different. Yeah, that's another word that I, gay, I constantly, and something will happen. Somebody will be like, oh, I've got a flat tire. I'll be like, ugh, that's gay. And I have gay friends. I have several gay friends. Like, I don't,
2: that that has no, I don't care. You're backing Mm -hmm. yourself into the corner.
0: Oh, I don't care. Um, it's just, it's (laughs) It's going, going back to the... I've got a
2: friend that belongs to this minority group. This minority group, right. (laughs) Right.
0: No, I mean, I I think there is value when people say that, you know, they'll be like, you know, I've got a gay friend or whatever. I think when you're saying it genuinely, what you're trying to say is that, you know, I'm not some racist slash sexist slash bigoted piece of shit that, you know, I...
2: Well, for me, it's like you, you you there there are other ways to approach it because you know uh, it's kind of like you know when somebody starts qualifying something and you know you know the next thing that's about to come out of their mouth is going to be exactly the thing that they were qualifying and you know I don't mean to sound like a racist but and then they say <laughs> yeah but. You know, it's like there, there's different ways to go around that and be okay. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, if I was going to say something about a, um, a, 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 a gay man or what have you, I would start it off by saying something like, listen, as long as whatever sits on your dick is an over is, is uh, a consenting adult, I don't care. but you know you you can you can lead into it a different way because the black friend thing shit that started back in the 70s and 80s.
0: It's okay because I have a black friend. black friend but anyway, pulls off his white hood.
2: Yeah, yeah. pretty much
0: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I hang out with black guys all the time. Um see if anyone catches that joke. Uh anyway. Yeah, that would make a great t-shirt, by the way, Doug. As long as whatever is sitting on your dick is a consenting adult, I don't care.
1: How long do you think people have to read a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> hang on, Doug, hang on, stand there. Stand there. Chapter
0: 2, The Back. Yeah. Furthermore.
1: <laughs> Furthermore,
0: and hitherto. Shall I be known as
2: it's not tongue punch in the fart box, but you no. know I still haven't seen one of those t shirts either.
0: No, no, you have not. I um I have not gotten around to that, sorry. I'm working on it. I promise. Pinky swear. Scouts honor. It's in
1: flight. It's in flight. Well,
2: when I actually see him, I will be as surprised as I would be by a tongue punch in the fart box. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah,
0: I doubt that I'm gonna. I doubt that I'm gonna make those.
2: It's possible I might, but I doubt. I
0: don't know. Maybe I'll get you one for like your birthday or something. But what should it say? I mean, is it just gonna say "Tongue Punch My Fart Box" or like what?
2: No, it has to be clever. No, no, (laughs) no. That's not how it's supposed to be at all. It's supposed to say on the front it says "Tongue Punch" and on the back it says "In the Fart Box." That way Uh, you've gotta.
1: Okay. And when he's walking by, then yeah. that's yeah, a yeah. reveal. They gotta see
0: you. They gotta see you coming and going.
2: Exactly, gotcha. and then uh, they, so they, they just, just see
1: one and side, off and they so get, they can and, see him coming.
2: <laughs> oh God! Yeah, but when they see one side, they're like, "Wait, there has to be more to this." You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, Tug Punch anymore. could be a band name too. yeah Yeah,
2: but I mean if you're just looking like if you see somebody walking down the street and you just see him from the back and all you see is (laughs) in the fart box you're gonna wonder what the fuck is on the other side of that shirt that's true
0: yeah yeah it's gonna it could be create some curiosity uh,
2: isn't it
1: you could do tongue punch in this stupid like uh, electricity scratched up uh, metal band font Mm -hmm. can't even read what it says
0: oh the death metal
1: death metal thing uh, yeah. The leather chair that's uh, busted font. The leather chair that's busted. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to name, if I ever start another band, I think I'll name it Tongue Punch. So our first album will be In the Fart Box. Five Finger Tongue Punch. Five Finger Tongue Punch. There you go. I like that. It's actually not bad. So I sent um, I sent Adam and our buddy Robbie something the other day. Uh, the I'm a fan of the band Lamb of God and uh metal band. And the thing about that, that photo is that they're releasing a new album and they're doing a run of cassette tapes mm-hmm. that are only available at urban outfitters. <laughs> there you go. For a, me- for a metal band? Doug understands. Yeah. Lamb of God. Lamb of God is... Urban Outfitters like and I feel bad for the band because you know people are kind of shitting on them for it and the band probably has zero um, say over that you know that's that's all record company bullshit yeah, they, yeah. they do some focus group and decide
1: that you know what they would really love Urban right, Outfitters
0: 15 to 27 year olds are their you know demographic and they love Urban Outfitters and so yeah I was a little confused by that and and cassettes i mean cassettes were a pain in the dick
1: yeah Um, but you know it's a new thing
2: that's 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 the crazy part if you told me that adam was going to release some sort of physical album Mm -hmm. that you know i can see him doing something like exactly that
1: no he'd do an eight track or something all right listen hear me out so these uh bands who do uh cassette runs have to be big because the five percent of people that are going to buy a fucking cassette doesn't equal that many people unless you're really big so when people who are nobody try to do like the vinyl runs and the cassette runs Mm -hmm. it it doesn't work because there's not enough people to even pay for the run
0: i could see that yeah
1: oh. so i would do it just to troll but no one would buy it <laughs> it wouldn't even exactly. be funny no do an
0: actual honest to god mixtape
1: <laughs> Yeah, record it off of the radio mm-hmm. <laughs> a real mixtape
0: i remember uh there's this woman i want to say it was in, when i lived in columbus and uh she's like uh she was outside passing out mixtapes or something, and. Uh, or cds and she went to hand me one and i was like yeah sure i'll take it because i used to do that especially being in bands i'd get mixtapes of of people's stuff and we found opening bands that way you know and uh as i went to take it she like pulled it back and wanted to talk to me about politics or some shit like that and she's like and i was i just looked at her i was like no and I walked away. It's a mixtape. You're giving this out trying to get people. And I've had people try to charge me for their mixtapes. Oh, yeah.
1: They'll hand it to you and then ask you for five bucks. Yeah. Oh, i like, yeah,
0: no. <laughs> I have to want the thing you have in order to give you money for it. You want me to have this thing hoping that someday I will want to give you money for it. Right. <laughs> but
1: people right forgot. now, no. Yeah. Is, yeah
0: i've i've handed them back to people like yeah and they're like hey man oh, oh, that, that's five time. bucks you
1: know, like every time yeah i'm like no here you go you can oh, have it, it back. Be like five bucks man they cost money to make i'm like yeah i'm aware yeah. here you go
0: right exactly here you go you can have it back um we we ran cds in the one band that i was in we had three cds i think maybe two two or three cds and uh we'd sell them for five bucks but we gave away as many as we sold this was before the days of streaming and all that and uh for us right it was a loss leader you know we we you you got the cds out there and hoped that they'd jam it in their car and that a buddy would hear it hey who's this you know and want to come check us out um but you know hey man you want a cd oh man i don't have any money on me you just give them the fucking cd dude i mean if that um I mean, if I was touring or something like that and, and had to have gas money for the next show or something, I I get it. Um, but we made, we actually made a lot of money off our CDs. I think it cost us like a buck to make them. We had a friend that oddly enough worked for a company that did CD duplication, a lot of, uh, like, uh, corporate learning type stuff and things like that, you know? But they would do a music CD and they could screen print and all this stuff. And they basically told her that, um, if she came in like after work and did, um, uh, did all the the work herself that we could have everything at cost. So it was super fucking cheap for us to do that. Nice. Um, and, uh, so we did now the shirts we made dick off of, <laughs> we made like. 50 cents or 75 cents off of our shirts. So we did not give those away as much. Um, but uh and and now I was reading it's a it's a new thing for the um uh the venues to take like 15% of merch sales. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's like a new dude, justify that for me. I'm I'm having a real hard time fucking understanding that one. Um, They're providing the storefront for you to sell your merch. But the only reason people are at the bar that night is to see the band, right? I mean, it goes both ways. That's the point of a that's the point of a venue booking an act is that people want to see this act. You give them the location to do that, and therefore you sell alcohol, which we all know has a huge fucking markup, right? So I, I don't I don't know. I mean, taking a chunk of the door that I can see uh keeping all the liquor sales of course that i can see but the fucking merch man mm, i'm having a hard time with that one but like uh we're gonna need 15 percent of your bus's fuel money
1: uh, for what Ah, because fuck you <laughs> because fuck you that's why <laughs> that because, so now for like uh independent gigs it's like impossible to make any money do what like, independent gigs, everything's fucked now. It's, like, impossible to make any money. It's it really like, is. It really promoter, is. Like, you do a showcase bullshit, and the promoter will take all the fucking money from the ticket sales. And then the venue takes so much money. And then if enough drinks don't get sold or whatever, they take so much money off. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. You can't make any money, like, doing, like, an independent tour anymore.
0: Yeah. it's um,
1: Showcases are the biggest scam I've ever seen in my life. Yeah.
0: Oh, Yeah, I, we did those. They, they, a lot of times showcases and, uh, battle the bands. I can't tell you how many fucking battle the Mm -hmm. bands we did. And, uh, it was all pay to play. So you Mm -hmm. would get, they would print out a hundred tickets for each band with your name on them. You would never sell
1: 100 tickets. You owed them the money for the unsold tickets. Right, right.
0: If the tickets, they would charge you three dollars a piece for the tickets. So you had to buy the ticket from the venue at three dollars a piece. So three hundred bucks up front, right? And then you could, I think, the face value on the tickets were like five. So if you know if you sold them all, you'd make two hundred bucks. And you never, never sold them all. And then whatever band sold the most tickets. would go on you know like last or whatever so of course every band brought in you know as much money as they could because basically the the more you sold your tickets for and the more tickets you sold the more money you gave the venue and the more money you gave the venue the later you went on
1: i did a showcase uh one time and whoever sold the most tickets went first and uh and uh I understood why by the time uh, we went on, because uh, people are only there to see their friends, basically. Their oh, absolutely. Friends. So by the time the last group uh, uh-huh. goes, there's no one in
0: there anymore. huh. Seeing rock shows were the exact opposite. You wanted to go last because people were there to see their friends or whatever, but then everyone wanted to stick around and see who won and all that. And they'd get liquored up oh, and then you'd yeah. have people kind of you know, shuffling in, whatever. That um, was a
1: little more, uh, uh, like, it's a little more self-centered. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, you're right, you're right. Because you always, you'd always tell your friends, you know, hey, stick around after we play, um, uh, you know, out of respect for the other bands. Because the thing was, is we all knew each other. I mean, we were all out of Columbus, Ohio, or in that area, within an hour of that area. We all played together. We all opened for each other and shit like that. So um, I only played a couple battles of the bands where people would get shitty. We won one. Uh, It was a rock star energy drink, and we won. And this other band, like, fucking flipped out right then and there and started booing us, and they said, this shit's rigged and (laughs) all this stuff. And it was like, wow. And what they wound up doing is none of us, the eight or nine other bands that had, you know, played together and shit um none of us would would play shows with them they couldn't get anything in columbus because they couldn't get any decent uh, band to open for them yeah. because it was like that's that's just piss poor i mean even if you didn't they were bands that i didn't think were that good that were sponsored by monster and they opened for disturbed and shit like that and i didn't even think they were that good but i still didn't shit on them cuz my thought was always if one band from columbus made it which um what's the name of that fucking band um it's the song someone stole my radio um it's just a drummer and a singer fuck i can't remember their name anyway they're huge they they got the big pop band now but they're out of columbus and they i, I want to say most a couple of those guys or one of those guys was in a band called attack attack that was
1: fucking awful
0: um Are
1: you talking about black keys
0: no oh. no
1: only
0: duo i know no it's a couple of white kids younger white kids um i'll have to damn it now i gotta look it up hold on Uh, but the point was uh, if one band made it out we felt like it was uh good for everybody you know what i mean um 21 pilots
1: oh are they big
0: They've, they've done a thing or two. Yeah, yeah. they've done a thing
1: or two. Yeah. I didn't know they were from Ohio.
0: Yeah. So, and I, like I said, I think the drummer maybe was in a band called Attack Attack. They were like this postmodern punk emo.
1: Yeah, I remember them. They were big.
0: All more emo. More like adjectives.
1: Yeah. And they were
0: terrible. But I remember when they were like 14, 15 years old playing shows. And um, they were bad. <laughs> so... But right, you know, things, you know, bands bands morph and sometimes people like what they like and and I'm getting old, so what I like isn't always You know you're getting old when you're like this isn't music.
2: <laughs> this is stupid. Um but this is just noise. Yeah, this is just noise. I've heard goats fucking that's more entertaining than this.
0: Right. You know, where the hell's the ACDC? Um, but then again, I like I like EDM and fucking um, Skrillex
1: and shit like that, too. So
0: I can't really say anything about noise.
1: Um, so you like hearing Optimus Prime plow bumblebee on the mic? <laughs> Transformers having sex.
2: <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh, yeah. It, not, in, not in the face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> A gentleman tap.
1: Not in the face.
2: <laughs>
0: not in the face.
2: I think we just found the episode title. It's kind of yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah.
0: So there, there you go, guys. That's how we get our titles. It's, it's whatever makes the three of us laugh the most. Becomes the title or some, some form of it as sometimes it's stuff that Apple will not allow you to use as a title. So.
1: Um, fuck, fuck Apple.
0: Listen to you, big, big shot saying fuck Apple. Yeah, you Apple. know what?
1: Fuck Apple, dude. I'll say it. Fuck Apple. <sighs> you sell me a phone and I'm paying for a box. I got to open 27 compartments in the fucking box to get to my phone.
0: <laughs> right. You could make the damn thing cheaper if the box yeah, was simple. That
1: could really cut down on packaging. And maybe <laughs> $200 or 300 bucks off the phone.
0: It's kind of how I feel about these companies that send me junk mail. I'm like, dude, one, I I only go up to my mailbox about once a week because fuck, why would I go up more often um, unless I'm getting something from Amazon? Um yeah like I just I don't don't fully understand junk mail anymore stop sending me physical paper it's dumb
1: it must work I mean like email spam it exists because it must work
2: yeah I was Uh, you know it's there to an extent but that's that's some shit somebody sold them on but you know if you're like a local pizza joint with a special or a grocery store I kind of get it but at the same time there's no realistic way to opt out of any of that shit. Not That's typically because it's
0: right. It's just random and they get it from, uh, <laughs> Hey, please stop. Right. <laughs> I have put not at this address and dropped it back in and shit like that, but I don't think it really, I don't think it's getting its desired effect, you know, and Adam and I have talked about the whole, they're doing it so that it must work, you know? And, uh, I've, again, I was telling you, I was was talking to this chick off that I met off of an app and uh, me being me, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very smooth. So actually I think she brought it up. She says, at least you didn't send me a dick pic right off the bat. And I was like, I'm sure I made some joke about, you know, that comes later or something like that. But I made the comment about how, um, you know, if it works or if people are doing it, it must've worked at some point, right? Somebody sent a dick pic and, worked for them but that particular instance i remember reading something one time that said that um hold on the enola gay is coming through
2: well i mean you're you're Captain windows with no air conditioning you know because <laughs> dad lives in 1943
0: was the enola gay yeah because 19 yeah 1942 Forty-three,
1: yeah.
2: No, well, Two. Enola Gay would have been 45 because that would have been yeah. the end of the World
0: war. war yeah, that's a good point. it wasn't the end of the war. It just ended Japan's involvement in the war.
2: <laughs> pretty damn much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Japan went down last. I think um, Germany, well, Italy went down first, mm-hmm. and then I think it was Germany. And then I think Japan was last. I
0: think you're right, actually. I'd have to look that up, but I think you're right. There were
1: some people in Japan that didn't know the war was over until the eighties, allegedly.
2: Well, that's the the not not inside Japan right. What you right. had is uh people that were supposed to hold a particular island
1: yeah. that
2: nobody gave a fuck about unless it was for Never the purposes of the war. <laughs> uh, okay.
1: Yeah. So they were in the woods just fucking off for like twenty years. Yep. <laughs> the war's over, they're like, it's a trap, it's not really over, hold your position. Well, there's hold
2: one your- there was a story of one uh who I think they got him out in the seventies or some shit like that. It was it had been a long fucking time. But he had killed like twenty-five of the fucking villagers uh, after the war, you know, like, <laughs> you know, he would just just murder one or some shit, you know, like you know, gut that motherfucker, whatever you know, whatever urges he had in him. <laughs> but you know, they got, got a, hand a hold, him. They got a hold of him and told him the war was over and all that other stuff. And like, he's like, ooh, and he was glad because there was some—I uh, can't remember what the, who the government was that was over the island, but it was some weird dictator that thought, you know, oh, this guy never gives up, so. He like pardoned him for killing all these fucking <laughs> villagers after the war, and then they sent his ass back to Japan.
0: Wow, that is yeah. a lovely haiku. He
1: got off free? Hmm. He got off scot free. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, not going to jail for murder. Uh,
1: yeah. Mm.
2: Because he thought he was still at war, you know. I guess that's the classic insanity defense. <laughs> Sorry,
1: Your Honor, I thought we were at war.
0: Yeah, right? Dear God, don't. I know some folks that you don't want to let hear that.
1: And it's like, oh, it's so weird. Like, it's it's modern day, and it's like, oh, well, if you were at war, it's fine, because then you can kill everybody.
0: Well, that's kind of what you do in, in a war. That's yeah. so
1: dumb.
2: Yeah, the goal of war is not to die for your country. It's to make the other fucker die for his.
1: <laughs> yeah but like Jesus. in any other scenario that's like a life sentence but in war you just you go do it and then whoever kills the more people wins
0: well yeah that's so stupid well, yeah, that's true too but
1: yeah and we have all this negotiation and, and all this uh diplomatic uh power and we're just like yeah just go kill them all
2: <laughs> well you know. We
1: don't want to deal with all this paperwork. Let's just get-
2: <laughs> well, we do still have the Geneva Convention, so it's like, <coughs> kill them all, but not that way. But not yeah. like this,
1: yeah. Yeah, you have to declare war first, then you can kill everybody. Then you can kill everybody, but you got to declare war first. With your- and there's rules to killing everybody, which is even weirder to me. Hang on, hang on. Get your guys to meet me here, and then we'll start killing each other. <laughs> meet me in the playground at 3 o'clock. Yeah, meet me in the fucking parking lot, you little bitch.
0: And on that note, y'all have a wonderful evening or afternoon or morning or whenever you're listening to this.